The guys behind the From Corner to Corner podcast are diving deep into Montgomery County High School sports with the Community Trust Bank Coaches Corner. Join us as we talk local high school athletics with your local coaches. Whether you're a student athlete or a screaming fan, this is the place to turn to get the inside scoop before the next big game. And now, it's time for the show with Sean Kuyper, Neil Payne, Adam Muncy, and Wes Crouch. And welcome back to another episode of From Corner to Corner, Coach's Corner, presented by Community Trust Bank. This week, Adam and I are in the studio with Jason Ashburn, who is the event director for SoCal Swish, a destination basketball tournament hosted in Anaheim, California. Jason, welcome to the show. Excited to have uh, you on and talk a little bit of hoops. Yeah, man. Woo! Good to be here. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. So, was it a long trip from uh, California? Uh, it was. It was. <laughs> it uh, takes a couple of days to drive and only a few hours to fly. Uh, um, we uh, we go to California in December. Yeah. We run high school basketball tournaments. Uh, we recruit and market to coaches all across uh, America. Um, last year, we had uh, four states and two countries involved. Wow. Countries. Uh, yeah, countries, man. So, Talk about a travel delay. So I know, uh, I know, Canada was one of them. What was the other one? It, it sure was. Well, the United States. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking like outside of the United States. I thought that was a given. Yeah. So you say high school? Is it like like Montgomery County, or is it like AAU teams? So we hope that maybe this podcast will at some point get listened to by Coach Dustin High. Okay. All right. Or uh, Coach Jason Mays because that is our customer. That's our audience. We are high school basketball teams. Um, because the girls team, because the girls tournament went so well last year, we're now focused on two things, scaling that and then opening up the boys tournament this year. And in the, and in, in last year, we had three teams from Kentucky. Uh, we had Utah, we had California, and British Columbia being the Canadian team. And and the great thing about this, guys, is the relationships that you form. Yeah. Uh, on Derby Day, I'm texting the coach from Canada because his father was a was a was a Hollywood gambler who knew big names and you know <laughs> would, would tuck hundred dollar tickets into the boots of jockeys before a, a big stakes race out west coast. So, uh, anyways, that's a little off topic, but uh, the relationships that you build, you know, as, as with any uh, you know upstart business or, or venture. Um, uh, it's kind of nice, but uh, last year, uh, Kentucky, Utah, California, and British Columbia out of Canada, uh, we had teams from all those places. That's awesome. That's awesome. So how did SoCal Swish come to be? And then follow up to that, how in the heck did you get involved with it, with it being a California thing? <laughs> yeah, being a Central Kentucky boy, how does that happen, right? Yeah. Uh, good question. Uh, so the name is just a, a mashup of Southern California, right? I've, I've got the garb on, which the listeners can't see that, but it's SoCal, Southern California. And Anaheim, uh, 70 degrees, you know, in December. Pretty nice place for Kentucky people to be. Uh, in fact, this past December, as we were wrapping up the tournament and all coming home, I guess there was a lot of snow on the ground here. Uh, it was a snowy Christmas, I guess. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't know. Uh, we had beaches and palm trees and Disneyland, you know, sorry. <laughs> 
Um, so SoCal Swish is that Southern California Swish. It's a destination basketball tournament where we truly try to mix vacation experience with, with good basketball games. As far as how I got involved, I frequent the state tournament on occasion for a couple of reasons. I work in Winchester, Kentucky as a teacher. That's my trade. Uh, but the 10th region, girls basketball and boys basketball has been pretty phenomenal out of Winchester. Yep. So we go there and support those kids. I'm a middle school teacher, so we watch these kids grow up a little bit. And then when they go to the to the, to the state tournament, we go support them. So I, I find myself at the state tournament for those reasons. But I've been going to the state tournament at Rep Arena uh, for Kentucky basketball for a couple of years now because my best friend is a basketball coach in Anderson County. And he has done a great job putting that team on the map in the 8th region. And they have been to Rep Arena a handful of times the last couple of years. So who's coaching that in Anderson? That's Clay Birdwhistle. Uh, he's I my remember best. that name. Clay Birdwhistle? Yeah. Very good. Well, yeah. he's, 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 we went to the same church together, same high school together. He's the best man at my wedding. Uh, and he has done a phenomenal job. So I go to the state tournament, take my family, and we go support, you know, uh, Anderson County or Clark County. And for the Rep Arena ice cream. Uh, yes. I mean, yes. that's the best part. <laughs> I, got, I got kids. <laughs> yeah, right. I got kids, so I can't get away from it. And I also like the beef jerky. I ate the, the menu beef jerky uh, <laughs> uh, is what I go for. So I ran into a, a friend of a friend, a guy who I hadn't probably seen in 25 years or something. And he does this thing with baseball and has grown a very successful business. Over, over a couple of decades. Hadn't seen this guy, you know, since I was in high school or college age. And somebody put my name in his lap and one thing led to another. And I said, I, man, I used to be in the military. I love to travel. Uh, you know, let's talk about this. And sure enough, I now go to Anaheim, California each December and uh, run basketball tournaments and uh, get to take my family with me. It's a nice little gig. That's pretty sweet. It is. I, I, I mean, the reason I ask, I mean, you know this, I graduated from Anderson County. He was one year behind me. He remembers me. I don't necessarily remember him. But then again, I only remember like five people that I graduated <laughs> with. So, I like, like I didn't like high school. So, I forgot it as fast as I possibly okay, could. Okay, okay. And so, now I've gotten back into the high school thing because of this podcast, right? Right. Adam and Wes live at the ball games. I mean, they, they go to every boys and girls game. One, he's got a niece that plays for uh, Montgomery County. Cousin. Niece is close enough. Uh, well, yeah. And, uh, Wes has a daughter that's on the cheerlead team. Okay. So they're, they're there all the time. Adam, what sport? What sport is your? Girls basketball. Girl, okay, yeah. girls basketball. Yep. Yeah. So Adam came up with this idea back in the fall that was like, hey, why didn't why don't we like try to do the front corner corner uh, athlete of the week, right? Yes, I've so, heard about this. So we just we just kind of threw it out there, and it started. Uh, 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 this is what we didn't know. We didn't know it was getting the traction with the kids. Yes, that that it's getting okay. So so that led one thing to another, and then. We hired Jason Mays as the head coach of the boys' basketball. And the first thing that – as soon as it was announced, I texted him. And I was like, we should get him on the show. We wanted to try to get him on the show before Dan did and get him on the radio. So we reached out to him. He came on the show. So y'all were first. We were first. First. It was a phenomenal show. It's about our most listened to show that we've ever had. We all fell in love with him. And, like, he, he – he fell in love with us too. I mean, he tags us in everything on social media. He wants us to be involved with this big that's tournament that's coming fantastic. up. So, 
so that kind of that's kind of how this thing came to came to be. And then we managed to get we're like, well, maybe this coach's show might be something. So we got sponsorships for the show before it ever really existed. And then we got a sponsor for the Kimsoft Athlete of the Week. And the crazy part about that is, is my daughter's a senior in high school, and we had Coach Caba on the uh, football coach two weeks ago. He's sitting here on the show, and he's he's like, my son wanted me to let you know that he, he wants to be the Kimsoft Athlete of the Week. Yes, yes. And so – so the kids are chattering about it, and I'm telling my daughter about it. And she goes, Dad, a lot of my friends are talking about your <laughs> podcast. And and I'm like, okay, this is pretty freaking. Uh, cha-ching, mean, cha-ching, cha-ching. How old are your kids? Uh, 23, 17, and 15. Okay, so you've got the teenagers. You've lived through the teenagers. Anytime teenagers can think, oh, guys are cool, I mean, we win. Yes, right? yes. Yeah. Yeah. And my favorite part of that story, guys, is it's not much different than what I'm doing right now. Right. And trying to build a brand. Right. If you take an idea and you put action behind it and then you throw in a bucket of passion, it might take off to the point where the kids in the neighborhood want to be the athlete of the week and get and, yeah. get, and get tagged on your on your yeah. podcast. Yeah. It's, um, it's like any other, you know, um, venture. And, and that's why I wanted to share that way because Neil was telling me a little bit about your setup this afternoon. I was like, I swear it sounds just like the podcast. It's just... Like you said, you've, you, it's a dream, it's an idea, you throw a bucket of passion on it, and like, like I enjoy talking, I, I pretty much talk to everybody about the podcast, because one of the first things, I was like, hey, you're a sports guy? Yeah. Do you listen to podcasts? Like, yeah. Here's my podcast. Try, try this out. It's going to grow. You guys are doing so great. It's yeah. fun to be here too, man. <laughs> yeah. So. so how did the tournament go last year? Who, uh, was, who was the winner? Yeah. Um, I'm going to say the tournament was la- last year was the best tournament in America. Now, I'm a little biased because uh, my hands are all over it. <laughs> right. Uh, but the tournament was fantastic. Um, so the teams arrive at the airports, and then we went there, and the owner of my company is a very savvy guy. He's done this before in the baseball world, right? And so he had a professional video guy there. So we have videos from the very first moment that the kids and the teams touch ground, some flying as far away as from Kentucky, uh, the Canadian team coming into. Uh, so you have that, and then, and then you record all week through, um, uh, through, the, through the games, and then the side trips, the Disney, the Warner Brothers, the Hollywood. We took, we took three teams to an NBA game. Uh, and so there's a, there's a nice production there. To answer the question about who was there, British Columbia of Canada, Payson, Utah, and then three teams right here from my home state, Anderson County, Owen County, Whitley County. I had a couple of local teams there in California, um, Sierra High School, um, Orangewood Academy, and that I mentioned, and then the Canadian team, uh, the British Columbia team. So. It's funny that you say it because I was watching one of the hype videos this afternoon just to kind of get an idea. Good. And I thought I saw Anderson, and I was like, is that like Anderson County? And, and so I think it's even cooler that it's high school – teams yes. and not an AAU thing because the AAU they get all the glory so right? we have to turn them away they call, yes. they call me all the time and the Canadian AAU teams call me all the time and I yeah. have to say no we yeah. lose our sanctioning we are we are a high school basketball tournament yeah no, there is a Canadian girl basketball player I'm sure you've seen videos of her throwing it down two hands it would be pretty cool oh, to see her my, we might change her mind <laughs> yeah. 
I, gosh, I wish I could remember her name right now. Oh, wow. High but, school player? Yes. That, that's crazy. Wow. And, Adam, you asked who won. And, Sean, I, you're going to love this. Anderson County won the tournament. Woo! They went to Anaheim and Anderson won. County went to Anaheim. All right. A, a rural team in Kentucky. All right. Uh, went in there and um, uh, beat um, – I couldn't tell you their first two games, but they ended up undefeated in the championship game against Orangewood Academy. Orangewood Academy is a private school in Anaheim who is ranked in their section. California does sections. We do regions. And Anderson County won that game. Wow. And then at the end of the tournament, at the end of that game, we line all those girls up there at midcourt, put Mickey Mouse ears on top of them, take a picture, give them a trophy, and and, and celebrate. That's fantastic. And then they'll go to Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. So, well, a lot of the girls in the video were talking about going to the NBA games, going to Disneyland, um, and stuff like that. Before you ask your question, Adam, I, there was one thing in there that that drew my attention. A couple of the girls in the video that I watched mentioned having to adjust to California rules. What What is that? I mean, what's different about the California game versus the – Central Kentucky. I'm sure it's a shot clock, right? No, it's three basketball goals, and they're all 12 feet high. Completely different sport. <laughs> right. <laughs> he uh, had me going there for a second. <laughs> I can see by the look that I had you. Uh, Adam's right. It's a shot clock. Yeah. It's it's a shot clock. And, it, and it's interesting because it, in Kentucky, we don't have a shot clock. for. But we know, need one. Julian Tackett, I'm, I want a shot clock. Well, you know, and there, and there goes, you know, it's a, a great point of debate, you know, within the, you know, I've seen, I've seen games at Rupp Arena, girls sweep 16, and the point guard walk across half court and hold the ball. I've seen it. Yep. We're back in the 1930s again, you know. Well, there was a. But you can't do that in California. You can't do that. There, that's why I like it. There was a high school game last year, a boys' high school game that was 4-3 to three or 4-2 to no two or something like that. Way. That was out in Iowa or Oklahoma. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because literally. They held the ball. They held the ball the whole game. And it got to the point that they literally didn't have enough time trying to score. And when they did shoot, they didn't hit. It was. It was pretty bad. Well, you know, and, and some coaches, you know, feel strong one way or the other. So about the shot clock, that is the big difference, and that was a great point the Whitley County coach made to play the California rules, and that was the biggest adjustment. That's, you know, kind of the, 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 the one rule. So I was at the lake with my cousins and my aunt and uncle last, last year, and I got, a, I got a call, an email from Coach Bobby Brach of Canada, and he was adamant about shot clock. You know, and we were still at that point learning the California rules ourselves. You know, being a startup company, and he was pretty adamant about that. And I said, Coach, uh, you know, we might have some 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 leeway in this. What do you say? He goes, Oh man, you got to have a shot clock. He goes, It's a slow game otherwise. We want a shot clock. You know, so um, that's the California rule that that anybody who doesn't have that in their state, where they come from, Alaska, Maine, or in between, they have to adjust to that yeah. shot clock. So being friends with uh, the head coach Anderson County, did he find that challenging to make that adjustment? Um, I don't think so. I, my, my, my hunch is that most coaches, because I communicate that stuff way ahead of time, that they would probably, you know, introduce something in practice, you know, to, to yeah. get that ready. But interesting you mentioned that coach. Because I'm on the floor watching all the games, right? It's my job. i got to be there to watch all the games with all the other responsibilities that I have directing the tournament. But at one point, I think Anderson County may have taken a shot clock violation in one of the earlier games. And at the next timeout, the head coach doesn't yell at the players on the court. He yells at the players on the bench. And he said, there's five of them doing their jobs, and there's 12 more of you. Watch the clock. 
I thought it was really good. I was like, because yeah. if you're not used to that, yep. so then you yeah. have to you have to see the game differently. And then yeah. he said, you girls need to be watching that and then count down for us. I thought that was a great coaching point, you know. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, because so it, you get into the rhythm and you're used to playing the ball a ball game the way you're normally used to. You're not looking. You're not used to looking at that clock. Correct. Unless it's like winding down the end of the quarter. Right. Right. So, and so and, and it wasn't it wasn't an issue for any of our teams. So was it, it what twenty four seconds or yeah. Th- yeah yeah was it twenty four um, or thirty? Uh, you know, I'm a football guy. I, we use our basketball consultant for this stuff. Uh, I can't say. I, I can't say with certainty right here. Uh, I, th- I think 24 normally might be short. 24, might 24 be is NBA, and I oh, know college yeah. is normally like 30, it, it, 35. It's probably 30 seconds. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that speeds the game up a little bit that way, too, though. I mean, they were great games. Um, oh, they were so good. Um, we had one game, the Orangewood Academy, uh, and they looked the part too. Uh, I thought they were the favorite after the first day of games, and they came into their game two playing Utah, and they were down by 18 early. Well, they end up coming back and winning by 18. Uh, Holy cow. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, it just, you know, good, good basketball. Uh, some coaches go to SoCal Swish for the vacation. You know, I had one coach tell me last year jokingly, Jason, I'm only playing the games because you're making me. He goes, man, we're there for the fun. We're going to go, <laughs> we're going to go to La Brea Tar Pits. We're going to the NBA game. We're going to Disneyland. We're going to go, you know, do this and that. And then, and then last year I was talking to a coach from North Carolina and he didn't end up coming, but he wanted to know if there was going to be college scouts there. And that's, that's the beauty of our tournament. Um, you know, we, we can service a little bit of all that. We had, we had, uh, we didn't have an overtime game. We had a one point game that was dynamic on the last day. Uh, we had, uh, you know, not too many games that were, you know, uh, blowouts. Uh, but that's a great thing about our tournament and destination basketball is a proper term. Sean used that from the, from the beginning is you can get what you want to. If you're going there to get good games and seeing teams from other places that you'll never see again, SoCal Swiss is fantastic. Yeah. If you want to go to the beach and go to Disneyland, then man, we were vacation. That's, that's what we specialize in. Yeah. So does it do? Do you do like a round robin type thing at the beginning, or just depends? Uh, this year, there's so much demand. I won't have a choice. We'll have to go with a round robin format, unless we can get different divisions and then go brackets. Last year, we were able to do a clean bracket. It was kind of nice. So we did, you know, had a clean bracket. It worked out really good. Yeah. Uh, and everybody got their three games in. Um, this year, the demand is just crazy. Um, I, I got a call the other day from Alaska. And talked to him for 30 minutes. And then no sooner that I got that account set up and, and was working on his quote, Oregon calls me right on top of that. Yeah. So um, uh, the demand is so high this year. Uh, we have like 100 active leads from probably 23 to 25 different states. You know, not all those teams will show up, of course. So was last year the first year of it? It was the maiden voyage. Okay. The inaugural tournament. So, I mean, it must have went pretty good if all these teams are calling. Best tournament in America. I'm telling you, best tournament. So how many? So how many actual teams did you have last year? Uh, it was a small, humble, humble field. Eight, eight, eight. teams. Okay, eight teams. That's what I was kind of guessing from the way you were talking. Eight teams from three states and two countries. Yeah, yeah. and because it went so well, um, I mean, we had we had the testimonial video. People here, you know, can't see that, yeah. but the videos you watch today. Yeah, uh, the coaches got in there and just talk. We didn't ask them to, to you know, to. Is to there ask. a cap? Uh, gym space. Yeah, but we'll cross that bridge if we have to. Yeah, we we have access to you know multiple sites. You know we're we're, we're prepared to expand our hotel partnerships, yeah. our our gymnasiums. But uh, uh, we 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 will we don't see ourselves saying no to anybody anytime yeah. soon. You're, so you're definitely expecting to double, if not triple, the field. I, I wouldn't be surprised if 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 we're I wouldn't be surprised to see twelve to twenty girls teams, and that might be way under based on just the calls and the and the interest I'm getting right now. Um. 
And then, uh, you know, the boys team being the inaugural year, you know, it could be, again, a small, yeah. humble, humble occasion. Depends. It depends on how much these girls talk about that because you you, you got to figure if Anderson County wants to come back, they're probably going to bring the boys team too, you know. And, and so if you bring full counties, you know, like if it's Lexington, you could bring – Five, six different schools out of Lexington. We'll take them all. You know, my, my daughters go to those schools. I got one daughter at Frederick Douglass, one daughter at Henry Clay. And they're like, Dad, can my team come? I said, Yeah, both of them. Yeah, both yeah. of them. Just bring the boys on. and the team. That's absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's a lot of fun, guys. So yeah. can we find SoCal Swish on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, anything? What's the so- handle? SoCalSwish.com. Okay. It's a S O C A L swish.com we have a website and in fact um, we we try to drive in our marketing scheme we try to drive people to the website and they can click on a girl's icon or boy's icon to get into their to their tournament right and they can fill out a form and that's how that's how most of my conversations begin Uh, we have a youtube channel at socal swish and that's where people can watch the videos the two that i sent you today was you know through neil Uh, but we have a youtube channel and it's kind of like you were telling me earlier about the growth of your podcast when we first produced these videos, there was like four hits on them, right? And, yeah. and all four of those were my family members. <laughs> <laughs> well, before I came, before I got out of work today, one's over a hundred, one's over a hundred, and one's getting there quickly. So it's just, yeah. it's growing. Yeah, and, and I mean, it's it's one of those things. You know, a couple of years from now, I mean, you might have SoCal Swish in five locations throughout the country. It's interesting that you said that. So as, as we were leaving Anaheim this year, uh, one of the, the teams from Owen County had a good experience. All teams had a good experience. The feedback was phenomenal. And they said, um, what's next? And I said, San Antonio. And the coach, and the coach said, Oh, and she's a jogger. Like she, she's a jogger. That's what she does, right? That's our, that's our, that's our therapy. She's like, Oh, I could be running the river walk. I said, if y'all come to San Antonio in times a couple of years, I'm going to take care of you guys, you know, um, um, and then, and then, you know, we're scaling the girls right now. San Antonio is something we're dreaming about, talking about. We'll probably have scouts to that location, you know, within the next 12 months. If we haven't already, I think my owner, he's, he's, he travels a lot. Uh, we've already maybe had some boots on the ground there. Uh, but, uh, right now we want to get good at what we're doing. We thought we had the best tournament in America last year. And now we just need to, you know, work that long road, become a household name. Yeah. Well, and it's not just a basketball tournament for eight teams, right? You, like you said, it's a destination. You have a great hotel. You've got the beach. You've got things to do. So you got to make sure that whatever destination you go to, there are things to do. Like San Antonio has six flags. It's got the, the river boats. Yep. Uh, I mean, the Alamo. I mean, you can do all different kinds of things down there as well. It, it's all part of the grand plan. Listen, and the Navy 18 there. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, listen, guys, when I was in the Navy, uh, my my passion for travel was initiated, and I believe this. And I know someone says because I'm a teacher. I really believe this. I think that travel is the best form of education. Yeah. I think taking a kid from Montgomery County or Clark County or Harrison County across the state, across the county line, you can learn something, see somebody different. Across the state line, you might see some new geography or hear, hear a different accent or taste a different food. When you start going to a coast – across the international boundary. I, I think it's amazing. It's amazing to see those kids last year from different sometimes a Canadian culture to Southern Kentucky. That's pretty different to, yeah, to, to yeah. connect and talk. Guys, I, 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 it's, it's not a punchline. 
I believe truly, and I'm raising my children in this format, that travel is the best form of education. Yeah. And so you're right. You come there to play basketball games, but that's not the primary reason you're coming there. You, you can play basketball games in your own gym, run your own tournament. Right. You can do that right here. It happens. Yep. Right. It happens all the time. Yeah. It happens in Lexington, in Mount Sterling, Clark County, Lawrenceburg. Everybody runs their own tournaments. But this is destination basketball. Yeah. Disney, beach, NBA, all that. And, you know, since, I don't know, 2009 when my kids were – old enough to start traveling we go to a, we go to a different vacation spot every year there's been a few that we've returned to but overall over the last 14 years we try something different every year how old are the kids now Sean? uh my oldest is 27 uh then i got one that's 22 and one that's graduating 18. What, what kind of fit man time flies doesn't it brother yes Yes, it what, does. What kind of feedback have you gotten from those kids over the years about the vacations? I mean, that's the biggest thing that they look forward to every summer. Yes. And we typically try to go, like, me and my wife are both, we're museum people. We like uh, uh, going to aquariums and stuff like that. So, I mean, we went to Atlantic Beach 10 years ago. One of the coolest things, it was cool to me and Elizabeth because we knew who it was, but we were walking down on the on this bay and there had this they had this big statue looking thing of John Smith, the captain of the space shuttle challenger. Well, I geeked out and the girls were like, Who's that? And so it gave me the opportunity to teach them That's outstanding. about the I shuttle. It. I love it. And it's like well, first of all, I was like, You don't know the shuttle? Because I'm like, What are we teaching you in school nowadays? I was I was ten years old, you know. It's like but yeah, but no, I, I, I agree with you. I, I think travel is, is fantastic. And so, and so think about how excited we get when we hear coaches saying, I've got kids who've never flown an airplane before. Cause that happens, man. Right. Yeah. That happened last year and that will happen this year. Yeah. A kid who's never been in an airplane before. I flew, I flew them out of Cincinnati. I flew that team out of Cincinnati, Ohio, flew them through Midway, which is Chicago into Anaheim. Those kids flew the airplane for the first time, saw Pacific Ocean for the first time. Get to go to Disneyland. Probably for the first time. Of course. Go yeah. to the NBA game for the first time. And, oh, by the way, you got three basketball games. To play. I mean, it, it, <laughs> right. It's perfect, guys. And you all are sports fans. Yep. You all, you all aren't fans. You all are fanatics. I, I kind of am, too. This is perfect. This is vacation and sport combined, man. And yep. it's outstanding. Yep. So now I mean, we've pretty much killed two of the questions with that last one, you know, asking about, you know, what's next for the tournament and stuff, So, which is obviously expansion, right? Yes. Um, <laughs> this must be a Neil question on here. How different is coaching football and being an event director for Destination Basketball? Yeah, so Neil knows that I've, I've coached football in Winchester since I've been there. Uh, and uh, if you count, like, you know, Little League and raising my children, probably about 15 years of football. Uh, that's it's, uh, it's two different animals. Uh, one, the, the audience is kids, you know. And, uh, and you guys know, um, you know, to motivate a kid, to teach them fundamentals, to, to, to keep the, you know, behavior in check, keep the grades in check, and then, and then to compete at a high level, the preparation, all that. I mean, it's, it's a grind. And I, I, golly, I, I loved it. I, I loved the grind. Every year when football was over, it's like, man, what, what now? What do I do from four to seven? Golly, because I'm, I'm so used to being out there just grinding, grinding, and I love being with the kids. Uh, this is different. Uh, I'm working with adults, athletic directors, head coaches. Uh, you know, I, at some point of the of the cycle, I'm a I'm a marketer. At some point, I'm a salesman. At some point, I'm a 
I'm a travel agent, you know, and, yeah. and then at some point I'm, you know, I'm a directing, you know, buses and, and, and basketball tournaments. So it's, it's a, it's two different things, uh, but it's all sports, the denominator right there. You know? So I want to take a second right now. I've got two boys that play in the uh, Clark County Youth Athletic League, the CCYA. We're doing spring flag football right now. The way that's organized and ran, like it's no wonder you all have success over in Winchester because it, it's a really good setup. I enjoy it. My kids enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. Thank you. What, what sport? Football. That's fantastic. They play uh, flag football right now. That, that, that's fantastic. They're 5-4. and four. The four-year-old can't wait for tackle football. That, that, but that's great, man. They do a really I'm, good job. I don't know why he's excited for that. Nobody can catch him. A <laughs> <laughs> dude's degrees <laughs> lightning. <laughs> he, he did. Took uh, off the old block, right? I was never. The, he does stuff that I never he, did. He does. The first time that he gets him on the field last year, kid breaks free and throws back the throws his hand behind his head and does the Deion Sanders <laughs> prance down the field. He's three did. years old. Touchdown. He, he was three and broke that one out. Uh, uh, thanks. Uh, th- thanks for saying that. Um, uh, coach Cherico is the head football coach over in Winchester, and uh, Coach Tristan Jones is the head coach of the uh, middle school. And uh, they're busy. When you're in season, you're busy. You, you see your you see your players when you do your own family, right? That's how, yep. that's yep. how that works. But don't think for a second they don't look over at that youth league. And 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 and, and I mean, we they conference together. Like the, right. the the youth coaches are welcome and invited to come to high school practice. Right. And the middle school is no different. And um, the middle school coaches are – when I left work just now, I work at the middle school. The middle school coach and when the youth league coaches were on the same field all working. So, man, it's uh, – you know, we're trying to do it the right, you know, right way. Yeah, I mean, they do a great job with Thank it. You. Everything's ran extremely well. And you could say you could say the same thing. I mean, I think Montgomery County sports and Clark County sports are all on the rise, man. I mean, these, yep. these, these teams in several sports are competing at the regional level. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean <laughs> – and we had, like I said, we had Coach Cable on a couple of weeks ago, and this would be year two for him. And you can see the the vision. He was like, like to me, he was very uh, driven with what his sight for this program is. And it it's the same thing that we preach all the time with anything. Sometimes it takes time and patience, and it's. Not that's not what that's not the world we live in now. It's true. We we don't we don't give the opportunity for patience. But sometimes when something's broken, it it takes more than just re coaching the same kids that you have. It's a developmental of the of the culture. Jason May said that on the show that he was here. There's what what do you say twenty two hundred kids in these schools and. We've only got nine, ten guys wanting to play basketball. Why? Why is that? And and so it's starting at the bottom in the in the youth leagues, working it through the middle school and into the high school. And like Coach Caba said two weeks ago, it's building a passion at like Max and, and uh, Zay's age, four and five. If they're passionate about it now and they grow up watching a solid Montgomery County football team. They're going to want to play middle school football. They're going to want to play high school football or basketball or baseball, whatever it is. And I, I think we're headed that way. I mean, our girls' softball is phenomenal. Our boys' baseball team is having an cr- incredible year. And I think basketball and football are coming. I, I, I really do. 
Our girls' basketball team is really good. Well, and the, the climate is what you said. And here's what the coaches' side of that looks like, especially when you have new coaches, right, because there's relatively new new coaches in football and in basketball, both of these rival counties, by the way, yeah. you know, rival counties. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, hey. but, there's, but there's relatively new coaches in, in those major sports, right? Yeah. So on the coaches' side of this, here's some of the discussions to kind of pull the curtain back a little bit is to change that climate sometimes, it takes a couple of years. Don't forget that. Parents, fans, don't know. Right. Don't, don't, because – because let let that head coach have his first freshman class and let those kids matriculate through the senior year yes. and bring what he set on day one as this locker room will look like yeah. this, the team prayer will sound like this, the yep. team meal will go like this, the practice will be like this. Let let that let that first freshman class come through because the other guys have seen something different. Yep. Right. They have yep. been a part of another climate. Yep. And so, and if that climate was broken, yes, then yes, y- yeah. you know, or even different, or even different, you're not going to take over year one with with ten seniors on your team, and you're not going to you're not going to break them down to zero and build them back up. You don't have time to do that. The only thing you do is get through, get through what you can, and like you said, start with that freshman class, patience and have and, patience, and, and work your way up with that. You know the the thing about the little league kids. Do you remember being like ten years old and like, like just thinking that the high school athletes were gods? Oh, absolutely! Yeah. Couldn't wait to put on the jersey. I remember to, being to a be ki- a high school. Player. I remember being in kindergarten. I saw a JV football game and a guy go in motion, and so I had to figure out what that even meant. And I figured out sort of. But I was like, man, that's cool. And the guy was a neighbor down the street from like, oh, he plays JV football. That's all. So that's and the good coaches get it. Your little league teams need to come to middle school games. Yep. Yep. And they need to dream about being that kid one day. Absolutely. And the middle school kids need to be at the the, the high school games and in the locker room on occasion. They yeah. need to be so that get well, excited, man. And, and yeah. it's and listen, I'll not to interrupt. Oh, you're but just just to make one more note. I come, we come from Anderson County, brother. Yep. Small town, rural Kentucky. Yep. Okay. To do what my guy's done there, it's a shout out to Clay Birdwhistle. He can tell you the best first grade players, and he's been able to do that for years. Yeah. He has to. Yeah, he can tell you the best five-year-olds. That's, that's why he went to so- SoCal last year and won that tournament. That's exactly right. Yeah, with a bunch of homegrown kids because he's known who they were since they could dribble a ball. Yeah, well, and I mean, when I when I lived in Anderson County, going to high school, you, you there wasn't a basketball court in the community that wasn't full. I mean, it's a basketball town. I mean, Central Kentucky, man, co- we go Cats. Co- we co- Coach Drury. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the year that Wayne and Will took, didn't they take us to state, um, or did we just get to regional finals? Yeah, I don't, I don't know the, I don't think that Will ever made the state tournament. Um, they, they went at least once after that. Um, but Glenn Drury went what maybe two times over his career, two or three yeah. times over his career. But I don't think Will ever made the, the, yeah. the Sweet Sixteen. But man, I tell you what, that year. Where there was a Will, there was a Wayne. Yeah. When Wayne was a senior and Will was a freshman. Yeah, Wayne White, Will Carl. My gosh, yeah. man. That, that's what high school basketball is all about, yes, right? Sir. We tra- we traveled to every game. We, we were at all of, and the, the passion. And man, that was when Shelby County was a beast. And, and we always struggled against Shelby County. But man, you talk about hatred. That, you, you go into the Shelby County gym. Yes. Holy cow. 
That was that was war. Kuiper, we I was on the football team, and some of us went into the bathroom just to put makeup on the the war paint man, the yeah. war paint to go out and cheer on the basketball team. Yeah, that's, that's what it was. Yeah, man. and yeah, we hated Shelby County, we hated Mercer County. Those were the rivals. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah Mercer people, County was, was the one that uh, either painted our field or we painted their field. I don't remember which one it was. Before one of our games. Yeah. Again, I played four years of high school football. Yeah. They came over and they came over and they and they. They they took the the shoe, the, the shoe paint right the shoe polish the and, yeah. they, and they went and they went and sabotaged uh, Bubba's car yeah uh, one of our you know we had a Bubba yeah our offensive tackle Bubba uh, it looked like uh, the dude from uh, Varsity Blues right oh yeah I yeah. mean that, that was Bubba oh, he was great he was half the offensive line oh he he was he was he was awesome so they did that well by the time we got to the game the next day our student section they used to be the Scotties. Mercer County is now the Titans, right? Yeah. It used to be the Scotties, which is a small dog. Our student section had nooses that were hanging these little puppy dogs, these little plus dogs. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they sabotaged our, our football players' cars, and our student section came back and had uh, had all the little Scotty dogs hanging yeah. by ropes. <laughs> yeah. I remember I transferred I transferred to, uh, to Anderson County my freshman year. I was born and raised in Grayson County. Okay. Christmas break of my freshman year. We moved to Anderson County. So what I knew the first half of the year versus what the second half of the year was completely different. There were classes that I took in Grayson County that I couldn't take in Anderson County. And I took typing in Grayson County as a freshman. You couldn't take typing in Anderson County until a junior. They would not put me in that class, even though I'd already had it the first year. So by the time I finally got to typing in a junior year, I was already typing 70 words a minute when we <laughs> went to the class. I literally helped the teacher help me teach the class because I already knew all of the basics. Was that Miss Jones? I believe it was, yeah. She did not like yeah. me, Kuiper. She did not <laughs> like me. <laughs> so the, the uh, what was the principal, the assistant principal's name? Uh, uh, Berger. Berger. Uh, Barrett Berger. 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 Yeah, I can't Steve, remember. Steve, Steve Berger. Yes, yes. First day I'm there walking down the hallway. He comes up, puts his hand around me, and goes, Son, you play football? <laughs> and I was like, No, sir, I don't. And he goes, You'd be one heck of an offensive line. That's great. That's I great. Mean, I mean, me and Bubba could have been the offensive line there all by go, ourselves. There you go, man. There you go. Oh, good times. Yeah, good, so, good that, that's awesome. Good so one thing we like to do is we like to give a Kim Soft Athlete of the Week. Obviously, like right now, we're growing, so we do it right here locally in Montgomery County. This week, our Athletes of the Week are from the MoCo Bass Fishing Team, Maggie Miracle and Kenley French. They are the first ever all-girl bass fishing state champions. Outstanding. Yeah. Outstanding. Woo! My goodness. Congratulations, <laughs> girls. 27 pounds, 11 ounces in two days is what they put in the boat. Outstanding. What, what are their names again? Uh, Maggie Miracle and Kenley French. Congratulations. You know the crazy ladies. part about that? Congratulations. They were the second highest weight total. So there's only one co-ed team that beat them. They, wow. Yeah. Yeah, and we had two girls teams there and three boys teams, I think. Yep. So Maggie, Miracle, and... Kenley French. And Kenley go to yeah. prove something I learned about 17 years ago, guys, when I became a father, that girls are better than boys. <laughs> well, That'd be a little controversial, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, this year, I started, this past year, I coached sixth grade girls here at McNabb. And, like, there for the longest time, I was like, 
okay, boys can just do stuff better than girls. I mean, obviously they can jump higher, they're stronger right, and all right, that. Right. But you get in the gym with those girls, and if you tell them to do anything that you think a boy can do, they'll do it like that. Of course they will. And of course they'll do it better most of the time. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of girl power, and I say that because I'm the, the father of two girls, uh, you know, I have one son and two teenage daughters. Did y'all hear the story a couple of years ago about the kicker from George Rogers Clark? Made, made, made the local news. I don't think so. Well, we, we made a, we made a nice little, uh, nice little announcement there at our banquet to, to kind of commemorate her. Uh, but, uh, we made history. Um, was, we lost, we lost two of our first three games about three points. This was a couple of years ago. And, we couldn't kick an extra point. We had a 6A roster. We couldn't kick an extra point. After we ran off the field one day, the girls' soccer team runs on. And I knew all those kids because I've had them in classes and stuff throughout middle school. And and uh, we went over there, and lo and behold, we end up shooting up a female kicker at George Rogers Clark just a couple of years ago. It was, it was not like distant history. And, and her very first night, she hit five of them. She she was the first ever female to score a point in George Rogers Clark football, which has like a seventy year history, I think. Yeah, in Clark County. Uh, so um, that's fantastic. Congratulations <laughs> to the to the to the girl <laughs> yeah, that you all have honored, and and uh, I had to share the story. Her name is Shelby Vaughn. Shelby, we we're proud of you, kid, and we love you. And she she wore the helmet and the shoulder pads, and she was our kicker and did a great job. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, um, before we wrap it up here. I, I think um, is there so. What's the future for? Like, is there? I don't know what I'm trying to say here. I don't either. Yeah. Neil had mentioned something about you wanting to put this on your website. How do we help you get the word out about SoCal Switch? That's what I'm trying to say. Okay, so the question is about your website. no, you're like we have a website. Yeah, yeah. So, how do we help you? Well, uh, by getting this word to the the coaches here in Montgomery County. Okay. Um, you know, and again, uh, you know, Dustin High and Jason Mays. I think I failed to mention this earlier. I I took a class at Georgetown with Jason Mays back in the the nineties. I went to Georgetown College. Okay. Uh, so Jason Mays and uh, and I actually had a, a class to, together. And uh, at the time, he was I think a student uh, student coach for Happy Osborne or something that like that. Sounds familiar. Um, so you know, uh, to any coach in Montgomery County or Clark County, you know, uh, if you travel to holiday tournaments. And you have, you know, uh, you know the fundraising prowess it takes to, to do these kind of destination basketball trips. Um, go to SoCalSwiss.com, fill out our little form, and I and you'll hear from me. Um, right now, uh, we're just trying to get our, our name out there. So SoCalSwiss.com is our website. Okay. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, how's, you can, can, how can you help us is just, uh, you know, speak well of us. And if you hear of, uh, you know, uh, people or your old children or your nephews or cousins or, or nieces or, you know, yeah. uh, and, and, you know, and they want to put together a big effort, you know, uh, you know, raise some money and take a, a trip that they'll never forget. Southern California is a pretty nice place to be in December. Adam, you got some uh, West Virginia listeners there that maybe you can uh, uh, spread the word to them and get oh, some West absolutely. Virginia people out there. Absolutely. We'll play the song for them. There you go. <laughs> oh, <laughs> only when they win. Only when they win. Okay, okay. We'll honor that. <laughs> Well, awesome. Well, Jason, um, we'd really like to thank you for coming on, talking about SoCal Swish, um, talking to Anderson County. I mean, I love being able to do that. And, uh, you know, good luck with the upcoming tournament, tournaments, the growth. 
I'm excited to be able to follow you on social and see that kind of stuff happen. Maybe we can just just keep on growing together, right? You never know. From corner to corner might be at one of these tournaments one day. You never know, right? Yeah. And uh, you know, would you know maybe uh, maybe we'll get you back on closer to time and get an update. You know, and, and do that, and uh, that would be awesome because we we ultimately want to try to keep this rotation going because you know we, we can't we can't always. I mean, high school sports isn't fifty two weeks a year, even though off the record it kind of is. But uh, you fifty, know. there's a two week period where there's nothing. Right. The so, period, right? We all yeah, right. take their vacations. Right? <laughs> right. So, well, guys, there you have it for this week's edition of Community Trust. Bank Coaches Corner, presented by the From Corner to Corner Podcast. If you haven't already, go out and give us a like and on Facebook. Also remember to help promote us on our Coaches Corner show and our Athlete of the Week. Our community, our teams, our coaches, and most importantly, our student athletes deserve it. We will catch you guys next week. Stay safe, friends. The MoCo Four Horsemen would like to thank you for listening to From Corner to Corner. Be sure to go out and follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. Whatever podcast platform that you listen to us on, be sure to go out and give us a five-star review. Thanks as always, and we look forward to seeing you next week.